This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a real, real special guest in the building. He's a selector, now an artist. He's also a producer, and he's protege's official tour DJ. You know who we have in the building? We have Yardcore in the building today. What's going on, my brother? General, I'm great. Yourself? Yeah, man. Give thanks on there. You don't know. Canada, summertime. So yeah. it's a blessing to get that weather, you know? Yeah. Welcome to the six. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Do you watch any basketball? Yeah, yeah. A few times. You know, I'm taking some of the finals and things. Yeah. yeah. So you saw when the Raptors won and stuff? Um, not the final game, but yeah. I saw some of the, the final series, yeah. All right, all right. So yeah, welcome man. to the champion town, right? Now. Welcome right back. Not sure. You yeah, know what I mean? Full place. Yeah, Mike, I know you've been, how many times you've been here? Um, good amount, about five, six or seven times. Okay. So. Yeah, man. All right. So let's yeah. go right from the beginning, all right? Yeah. How did you get into the music business as um, a selector? Well, my father did have a sound system, so one of the DJ them from the sound system they teach me how to, you know, mix. Okay. So that I like 2003. Yeah. Seeing the Wally rhythm to be exact was the rhythm when we learned for mix. Okay. Of, yeah. You see me? So yeah, them time they really start out and from learning for mix, you know, me never let it go. Me did always a DJ in a high school. Yeah. You know, the class party them and yeah. you know, all of them things there. So we do the whole runnings, you know? Yeah. So yeah. from two thousand and three you've actually been playing out. What was the name of the song or what was your name at that time there? Um, DJ Rory was my name when we just started out, then we found a song named Borderline. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know. We have to change up that name then mm-hmm. due to certain circumstances and thing. And then um, we did name Rory Yardcore after that. Okay, so after Borderline. Yeah, because we did have a T-shirt brand name Yardcore at the okay. time. Seeing, yeah. um, we have a bridging start a brand there and. Them the thief the the inventory out of me my car one oh, one man. night so yeah we did have that pampas so when the name changed forward now mm-hmm. you know so we said all right you know we are search for name and we said all right you know because just use the yardcore name and yeah so the sound the name yardcore them time there. okay so, so you changed from borderline to yardcore and you yeah. were Rory yardcore right right. Seeing and then now, as the things start growing, thing now yeah. people would always you know mistake me or ask me if I'm me or Rory from yeah. Stone Love, you see me? So yeah. that are the, the main reason why I kind of just say, all right, man, just go yardcore and me yeah. name yardcore. Okay, kind of eliminate the confusion. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Even yeah. though from what I understand, Rory is your name. Yeah, Rory, I'm a real name, and I was also named after Rory, same way. Too, okay. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> your people's been in sound business and admired sound business for a long time yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your father's name of his song? Um, him, they have a song named Playmate, and then in the later years, you know, which was the song when me learned for um, select of a name, Love People. Love People. Yeah. Okay, this Playmate, was this the same Playmate that has the most Supercat dub plates? 
No, I don't think so. Okay, this is no. another playmate. Yeah, man, because you know, sound system, guy. I think he even have more than one love people. Yeah, me. yeah, I know there's one in the States, I think they're yeah, from Atlanta, like, I think. Yeah, Maryland, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and where was the song originally from? Uh, Mandeville. Mandeville. Yes, and okay. there's some new forward from same way. Yeah, so then I guess when you change your name to Yardcore, mm-hmm. at that time were you still playing dancehall and stuff, or you were strictly playing the roots at that time there? Um, I played dancehall them time the same way too, you know, yeah, cause as you know, I saw we really start out and thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in a 2012 now was when we really kind of decide for, you know, hold more firm to the meditation were really inside of me, you yeah. know, which is the Rastafari meditation, yeah. you see me, mm-hmm. so, yeah. From 2012? Yeah. Okay, and, and that change, why did you even decide to change and hold a different type of vibe? Uh, well, you know, the timing, as I said, them time there, you know, we, we are set up far, right? mm-hmm. you know, from long before, same way. Okay. And um, the movement of, you know, reggae was getting stronger, you understand? Yeah. So that was one of my inspiration, them protesters, one of my mentors, them I'm inspiration, same way for mm-hmm. kind of keeping more conscious, same way, and just hold firm to the roots and things. So, um yeah, that, that yeah. you know the vibe. That's how that's how we know. Say, you know, you just want inspiration, you know, an example for really kind of change the meditation yeah. or you know. Because it's in your heart a, already. You just natural, need something to bring it out. Natural, natural. Yeah. Okay. So it was 2012. I guess you and yeah, Protege started to link. Uh we started linking at 2010. Okay. Yeah. By me, I me mean, didn't want a dub played for yeah. me, man. You <laughs> know where. Me did have a friend what was friends with him and yeah. that's how the link make and thing so yeah. And then everything started to move from there. Yeah, cause after we link now, um due to how me did I deal with my thing and thing, you know, him kinda rate the vibes and things. So mm-hmm. me did get the opportunity for doing first mixtape okay. which was to um promote the, his debut album, Seven yeah. Year It's so you know, the link just mesh natural, you know? Yeah. And what yeah. was the name of that mixtape there? Um, the seven year it's sampler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you did yeah. was that one of your first big mixtapes that you had put out? Um yeah, I would have said to to another level, yeah. yeah. Got everything I've level. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would have said that was the first big one, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because were you putting out mixtapes before that also? Yeah, that was as I said, one of the things that when did kinda like about my vibe and things I mean I usually do my mixtape them and mm-hmm burn them and just hand them out, yeah. you know, for promotion and mm-hmm. whatever. So and that kinda really inspired him for say, oh make me make him do the thing, you know? Okay, and that was more dance hall or roots vibes or what kind of vibes was it at that um, time? with with his mixtape. No, your mixtapes that oh, you're putting yeah, out. Yeah, more dance hall thing man, man. They specialize in a remixing as well. Okay. So, you know, like crazy remixing. Yeah. So that I really the first or the first stage of production mode, I say, because your creative elements yeah. are come out. You have to know which vocal for put on which rhythm. So that is, you know, as we say, some form of production. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it makes come sense. from this. So, yeah, man. Makes a lot of sense because it seems like you're the leader when it comes to DJ of mm-hmm. this reggae revival. Um. Well, yeah, you know, as as a youth, me was the first youth to kind of 
decide say you know me I go stop play certain music as a selector you know yeah and as a youth too so mm-hmm. that really make a difference you know if it was somebody of age who did make that decision they are make that step they wouldn't really you know probably be as impactful or yeah. whatever so yeah just the vibes and the blessing at the time you know mm-hmm. and how was it difficult to make the switch from a dance hall DJ slash selector to now strictly roots? Um, I wouldn't say it was difficult, but you know everything is a learning process and a growth process. So, mm-hmm. um, from you make the decision for gossip bomb, you know you just have to know everything take time. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's the hardest part is the patience and time. Natural, natural. You know what I mean? And a yeah. lot of people, that's where a lot of people fumble because they can't, mm. they don't have patience. True. You know what I mean? True. What What pushed you through? What gave you the patience to say, you know what, let me continue on this journey here? Um, Just just liberty, you know? Mm-hmm. Just lifestyle, just liberty. From, you know, say I do something from your heart. You know, may I say it is it's going to be easy for you. And, yeah. you know, as me say, it was a special timing when it was really booming. You mm-hmm. get what I say? So there was space for it. It was needed. And, you know, we just put our mind and soul to it and it manifests, you know. From there. And who were some mm-hmm. of the artists around you at that time there that were really um, coming up? Um, well, um, Protege, them, seeing them did have a vibe named Jamnesia. Okay. Yeah, where... Um, it was like a live band every other Saturday and like Protege them used to go there, Janine, see Nomads, you know, Kumar from Raging Fire mm-hmm. in the early stages like 2009, 2010, same way. And um, yeah, them other artists were really kind of, you know, make the first emerge as some young artists were kind of. Like a up. reggae revival type of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and then where did Chronix and the rest of them start to really come into the fold? Um, well, after Proto not doing thing now, and then when they link up with Kabaka, seeing mm-hmm. Kab- Proto did a work on um, Kabaka EP. Yeah, as, okay. As name Free From Chains. Yeah. The first ever EP where Kabaka put out as a reggae artist. Yeah. And then now um, Chronix, them didn't want to produce a tune with Proto, so that's how they link with, okay. you know, um, Proto and Chronics really come about. And yeah. Yeah, it just mesh from there. So um, through the link with Proto now and Chronics now, when Chronics do him first song now, mm-hmm. me was the first DJ if it played on radio based on the link we me have with Proto J and, you know, him a try if you know, build a link with Proto as well and okay. made up on radio. So, oh, so you were on radio at this time? Yeah, yeah I mean, did I play up on Best FM at yes. that time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so. what was the song that you debuted that time there? Uh, Behind Curtain. You're the one that debuted that song? Yeah. Yeah. Upon Best FM, yeah, man. Okay. Because yeah. the first time Chronix actually came here, yeah. that, was on, that was his only... Big, big song, song that he had yeah. that time and okay. i seen him work for about half an hour straight mm-hmm. of crazy vibes mm-hmm. from beginning to end and straight. behind curtain was the only song that was there at that time Polar, man. yeah yeah man him have it man mm-hmm. and when did, what year was that that you debuted that uh probably 2011 yeah yeah probably 2011 yeah i think 
or a 10, maybe. One of them. Mm-hmm. That's big right there behind curtain. All yeah, right. Yeah, because one thing I notice about the reggae revival, mm-hmm. it almost seems like everybody watched the movie Rakas mm-hmm. and lives that lifestyle mm-hmm. in a modern way. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a life cycle, you know, because, yeah. you know, um, the 70s, you have the man that might do it, the 80s, mm-hmm. you have the man that might do it, see, mm-hmm. in the 90s, you have the man that might do it, 2000 is just a different highlight where each generation get, you know? Yeah. Now, in the um, technological age, so certain things can be highlighted more mm-hmm. and people can see it more visually. You know, and feel it more. You get a message. So, yeah. You know, I would have said the the vibes been happening before same way, and now it's just a refreshment. As 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 you say, you get a message. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Because whenever I watch Rakas about a hundred times, mm-hmm. and looking at the movement, that's what it reminds me of. Just mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. we have Instagram, we have iPhones and stuff like that, but it seems like the whole vibe mm-hmm. that hardcore vibe is from that era they're just transported to 2018 19 right now yeah man i just livication yeah. yeah yeah man you've seen them you've seen records yeah man <laughs> have to. Yeah. i'm almost positive everybody's seen it because yeah, just the well, whole i want to tell you say a whole heap of people good as probably not see it enough to yeah. tell you the truth mm-hmm. yeah man cause you know, holy power, hidden treasures in Jamaica when I really get exposed a yeah. lot, you know, so, yeah. That's definitely one of them. Yeah. Wow. So let's talk about something here. We're going to fast mm. forward a bit too. How did the camp feel mm-hmm. when you guys got the call or the email that mm. Protégé got nominated for the Grammy Awards? It was a joy, man. It was yeah. a joy, cause, you know, we know where I come from, you know, yeah. Messi and... You know, if you see the hard work where the one put in and, you know, album come out a couple times well, mm-hmm. you know, I never get a nomination and where I say, all right, yeah. it's a matter of time now, you get me? I say, mm-hmm. so it was a joy, man. Everybody was, you know, elated yeah. and joyful. Yeah. It was a good, good vibe. Yeah, man, yeah, man definitely. Yeah, yeah man. I remember when I seen the nomination, I said, okay, I, protege, I, I see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's a good acknowledgement for the works, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's big, big deal. Definitely. And how did you even become his official DJ? Uh, well, as me said, due to the link, naturally, you know, me saying mm-hmm. me getting the dub plate, me doing the mixtape, mm-hmm. it was just natural, you know? That was just the next evolution in the whole protege yardcore link. Yeah, yeah. It was it's just just like how you meet somebody yeah. today and you just just start link yeah. naturally and the <laughs> thing just, you know, mess and yeah. mesh them way there, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because I know right now you guys are even partners with um I forgot your third partner mm-hmm. in your series called Dubwise. Uh, well, yeah, that was one time, you know, me mm. not really involved in a Dubwise again, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he's, you know, yeah. on that level. But so, Jason, I deal with it now is when, you Got you. Mm-hmm. And is there, are you guys, do you guys have anything else like that coming up? You're planning anything like that? Or what's the yeah, plan right yeah. now? Yeah, my thing now named Rhythm Salute. Got you. You see me, so I just drop a mixtape. For mm-hmm. kind of get the people more aware with the name and thing, mm-hmm. we do it in a New York before, and my plan a big one for Jamaica. 
Okay. And what is mm-hmm. the type of vibe over at Rhythm Snoop? Um, what are you creating there? It's the same, you know, vibe as Dubwise with a twist where, you know, Jamaica have a unique rhythm culture. Mm-hmm. So kind of highlight that vibe there more. You get what I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's more like, are you going to be playing the song and then the dub version and somebody DJs over it? Yeah, there's no real set formula. It's just mm-hmm. a Rootsman dance vibe. Yeah. You get to mercy and we are pay tribute to the rhythm. Them say I go hear big rhythms in a different form with an artist a DJ on it or we go go bomb and play, you know, four remakes of yeah. one rhythm. Or you know, it just you know what I mean? I said, just saluting, the vibe. Yeah. saluting the actual rhythm. Natural. Yeah. Because yeah. you remind me of like uh, Danny Dredd, a Just Crew, mm-hmm. a um, Alawi from John Love, mm-hmm. those type of selectors. That's the type of vibe True. you give me. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, them one day are the greats, you know, where you yeah. set it for him. You right. Come deal with it right now. Mikey Dredd, see me. Mm-hmm. You see me, yeah. And those were the type of selectors and people that you looked up to and the type of stuff you like to listen to? Uh, well, in the later part of my selecting years, yes, but first, you don't know, we like Mataran and Jazzy T and Mighty Crown and Black Chinese was a big inspiration too. Yeah, if you say you're doing a lot of remixes, then clearly yeah. Black Chinese is that type mm-hmm. of... So them are really mm-hmm. big inspiration, you know? So do you have, like if I search... For any remixes, are any of them up on YouTube or anywhere? Um, well, in my later years, I did do a remix with Protege and Wiz Khalifa. Okay. Seeing I'm going to go bomb. When I did a changeover now and yeah. I got straight roots, I take it off on YouTube. Yeah. But somebody else put it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's under DJ Rory Yardcore? No, no. Yardcore remix, I think, still. Mm-hmm. Seeing Protégé featuring Wiz Khalifa. And that, that are the only remix of the sort where you can probably find yeah. online now. But I have a whole heap of things in other archives. Yeah. You yeah. ever plan on doing any, like, reggae remixes? Um, well, the Rhythm Salute, what I just released, mm-hmm. is is that vibe there. Yeah. You see me, we put on dub plates on different rhythms and you get what I say? Okay. So that are the vibe what I kind of did that bring back with the, with the reggae vibe, the whole remix thing, you know, so you can check that out and get a vibe, you know. And that's available online now? Yeah, on SoundCloud. On your SoundCloud. Or my website. Yeah. What I've even noticed, too, is you're deep in technology. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You say Rasta, but mm-hmm. you don't shy away from the Instagrams, the mm-hmm. websites, the SoundClouds, mm-hmm. and all of that. How important is that to you and your brand to actually be have a presence yeah. online? Um, well, you know, we try to reach as much people as possible. So mm-hmm. that is one of the ways where, you know, we get people where we can really touch physically interested in our music, interested in our going with the thing and things. So, yeah. you know, that is the main reason, you know, for reach who we can't reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you actually control your, your own social media and stuff like that, or you have people that take care of it for you? Uh, well, my Instagram, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a SoundCloud and them things, the SoundCloud, yeah. yeah. But not Twitter or Facebook, I mean, not really. Yeah, that's not really your thing. 
<laughs> so if you're gonna connect, it's more on an Instagram type right. of like easy one Yeah, no, because I definitely see you. I see mm. you do a lot of stuff on mm. Instagram. You you do mm. a lot of your you go outside of the box a lot of the times. Like okay. you don't let them just leave you in this box. You're not nah, man. Rasta could do whatever Rasta True. feels as long as True. it's good vibes. Not sure. Yeah. Yeah, man, then I live it, man. Yeah. You know, man, I say everybody have to live them life, you know, as long as it's clean. Yeah. You know, nobody can really to tell you what for do or how to live, you see me? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. You know what I mean? So then yeah. what got you? So you said remixing, that was basically your intro into production. Yeah, I would have said that, yes, because, you know, you can't just put any vocal on a rhythm. You have to match. Yeah, you have to choose it the right way. And you can even match, beat match a a vocal upon a rhythm Mm -hmm. and it not feel as good as you get to message so yeah. the key everything the feel everything mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. to be right in tune mm-hmm. so have you actually put out any original productions yet yeah I put out one production with uh, Kabaka Pyramid and Shining Marie okay and that's called No Fenke Fenke I've seen that yeah yeah that's uh, my production okay and when did that come out and how did that come together um that came out last year July Seen and the rhythm they know is my brethren didn't have the rhythm there and um originally it was real rock and me they like the sound and everything I really and um say yo we can you know mm-hmm. work on this and make it proper is it yeah. me? Um go so bomb link Shanique around the studio and we are whole a vibe and thing no think I think and go so bomb no link come back and all. Okay. The lyrics is yeah, mm-hmm. and him him do what him for do, and um really with that put it on my mixtape. My dad try clear it now. Yeah, and you know the publishing people flag it and whatever. If they want too much money for yeah clear it and whatever, so I did have to go back into the studio you now and replay the jump, not the jump, sorry the 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 bass and the guitar. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's how that come out. Okay, so originally, so what we're hearing now isn't originally what no. it sounded like in the first place. No. Mm-hmm. So if you have my f- that mixtape there, when I put it out, pon you gonna yeah. have that version. Yeah, you alone I gonna have that version. Okay, there. that's that's big there. And something yeah. you brought up too is mm-hmm. actually business, cause you mm-hmm. spoke about publishing mm-hmm. and clearing and all those stuff mm-hmm. there. How important is the music business to you? The business of music. Well, it's very important, you yeah. know, because if you don't have that part of luck, you're not going to have your bank account yeah. luck. You, see me? So, <laughs> you know, it's good for know the business, you know, we encourage all artists, producer, writer, for, you know, know the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who taught you or where, how did you learn about the business? Uh, well, most of the business or most of the Music business, I'm learn about what I say from Diggy Still, Protege. Yeah. Yeah. He taught you a lot about the uh, royalties, the publishing, and all of those stuff there. Um, Not directly those things, but, you know, you're around it and you're here, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. So you have Google <laughs> and all these stuff there, so no. clearly here's something, so you just no. Google it or whatever. No, well, me not really like that vibe. Me kind of is more and more learn from somebody to still. Yeah. You know, me I say, 
And um, so as I say, yeah, I learn from him whole heap of things. If I have no question or more to know about, you know, I would just ask him or, you know, you have to big up Leslie, same way from Delicious Vinyl. Okay. And um, But yeah, just being around him, see how him do his thing, you know, that's how I really kind of understand the business, you get me? So I guess when you first started out, you were just wanting to play music, get it heard and stuff. You weren't really concerned with the business side of it per se. Um, well, as a DJ, yes, I was concerned, you know, with the business side of it. So, you know, marketing is a part of business and all of those things. So me did, you know, understand that side I the yeah. from before, you get what I said, but the the more in depth part of, you know, the business like royalties and publishing and writers this and you know producer mm-hmm. this and re, 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 I really him me kind of get more understanding from you know and that's where you understood it from that yeah. makes sense because you're talking about marketing and stuff because mm-hmm. I even noticed that you have merch mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. how important is it for you to have merch and all those things there uh, well you know if you, you build a fan base so yeah. you get a message people want to represent you yeah. and things so it's good promotion as well if somebody aware your thing or whatever mm-hmm. somebody else can get for you know know about you or you know hold a vibe the yeah. same way and things so it's just representation yeah. and branding you get me and where do you find most of your sales come from for your merch what part of the world ah uh, you know, say what I say, US. US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, man. US are really who tune in and UK mm-hmm. tune in. All right, yeah. and I guess you have toured a lot of these places, especially as Portuguese DJ. Yeah, you know yeah. We we'll go, we'll go all over the world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this: Where are some mm-hmm. places you haven't been that you want to go? Um, we'll go Argentina. Yeah. Seen. Mwango, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Seen Mwango. Some more part of Africa. Mwango, Morocco. Yeah. You see me? Yeah, Ghana. See mm-hmm. me? Nigeria. Um, couple more Caribbean places. Yeah. You know, go Bahamas or Bar- Barbados. Yet. Okay. Seen. Yeah, that's about it yeah. still. So, where's been some of your most memorable places that you've been so far? Um, Brazil, Japan, okay, Ethiopia, you know, Kenya, Trinidad, too, you know. Okay. Yeah. And what was the experience like over there? Um, well, different experience, different places. But you know, the third time when we go Ethiopia, no, we have to give thanks to see the reception, you know, to see the growth of the reception and okay. everything. Um, Japan was massive too with nine different cities. Seeing that was a tour with Protege, same way. Yeah. And um, you know, them love the culture, them love the music and thing. So yeah, them vibe there, yeah, man, hopeful. What was the most shocking thing about touring so far? Like you've gone somewhere and you say, Okay, they actually like this style or you know they understand what you're saying. What's been shocking when you went to like somewhere different? What really shocked you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me out, you know. yeah. uh, let me see now. What we, what we can say? Boop, 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 boop. Just to see how the people you know, react and appreciate you mm-hmm. is really a good vibe, you know, and it's really shocking to see. You know, you go 
to somewhere where the people don't really even know you or yeah. you know, yeah, come from your hometown where them not really give that same energy there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was always shocking, you know. Yeah. yeah. To actually get a real strength, genuine strength yeah. out of somewhere that you've never touched on yet. Yeah, it's always a blessing. Yeah. That's big right there. Mm-hmm. So let's get into your now you stepped into artistry. Yeah. You know what I mean? You decided to actually put out a song. Yeah. Because guess what? You're ready now. Not sure. All right. So let's talk about this. How did this song even come about? All right. Um, I have the rhythm now. Yeah. Scene and the rhythm I play in the studio. Yeah. And um, the man them just say, oh, you're ready now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it me? So actually ready. them did ready for left and thing. And them said I'm ready now. And me just start... I just start singing the hook in yeah. me right away and it did feel good so I never even hit you just continue work on it and I have to say I wanted the the first verse mm-hmm. to this to the chorus, yeah, the quickest I ever do on the first verse and chorus. Oh, okay. You know, um, I never done it that night they do me have left it and yeah. revisit it. Mm-hmm. And things, so yeah, so it come about, you know. Okay, yeah. because I remember speaking to you off the air about mm-hmm. it. You said, because I told you this beat here, yeah, is really a hip hop beat. Yeah, with with um, you know, the reggae element, same way. The horns. But, yeah, and the and the bang them too, the mm-hmm. piano and thing. So I really just the drum and the bass kind of have a hip hop vibe and thing. But yeah. um, Ryan Williams from Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah, him really send that rhythm there to me. Okay. And then now uh, after me done the vocals and thing I'm satisfied with go so bam and link my bridging in a Kelly name Ian. Yeah. And then we add in the flutes and the, the piano and them thing that kinda of colour it up. Yeah. Know? Because that's what you told me. I said, This is hip hop, but you said, Listen, mm-hmm. it's all about the way you colour it. True. And that stuck out that stood out to me right there. Yeah. Is the way how you actually, you said, color it. Yeah, man. So it's, it's, it's all about the fusion. Yeah. You get me? So you still can have a little bit of both. You know, you try experiment. We try see if we can find a new sound. Yeah. You get to me? I say so. Yeah. I really the vibes there. And you guys, what it seems like also, the regular revival, mm-hmm. you're not afraid to not sound traditional mm-hmm. you're in the tradition mm-hmm. but also use different sounds also but mm-hmm. it's still the message that you're delivering yeah well you know we can't stay in one lane you know you know music always evolved you know jamaican music has always evolved but um it's just true you know reggae become the popular yeah sound of you know what worked Mm-hmm. in past time so that is why you know people kind of really say oh it will stay yeah stagnant it's not stagnant as in it not moving but mm-hmm. on a creation level you know you know as you say you're not do the traditional reggae you understand mm-hmm. i mean it's just jamaican music you get what i mean i say mm-hmm. even them time there but true that sound there break yeah People want to stay with that sound, you yeah. get what I say. But if we check even other genres, same way, other genres evolve just the same, you get yeah. me? So once you go to Subaman, 
what if we do is just try to replicate the feeling, you get what I say? What the music did I bring? So that's really my focus, you yeah. know. Try. It's the feeling and the message. Right. Yeah. The beat could be anything, but it's just the feeling and the no, message well, you're bringing across. No, the beat can't really be anything still. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because sound carry frequency same way, you understand? Understandable. Just like the words. So it can't really be anything. That's not what I try to say. I just try to say, you know, when I stick to one thing, where I try to replicate the feeling and what that music create because yeah. it creates a special feeling. You yeah. know what I say? So, yeah. Makes sense. All right. What else could we look out for you in the near future? You as an artist, you as your production label. What could we see from you coming up soon? Just more music, you know. Just mm-hmm. more music, more mixtape, more production, mm-hmm. more song. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. More song of forward. So. When are we getting the video for Ready Now? Uh, when this are released. <laughs> this is going to be released in uh, two, weeks. two weeks. Yeah. All right. September. Okay. Yeah. We could see the video. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, did you actually officially get to perform it on a big stage yet? Um not I wouldn't say big stage, but perform it when me play. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna really walk out as an artist fully yet and yeah. um say oh man I gotta sing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what's the response been like so far? Good man, good. Everybody I give me good vibes, you know. Couple of DJs who I never expect would uh I give me good feedback. I say, oh, the song sound good and things. So, yeah. you know, from another DJ to another DJ, from, you know, they must say that, you know, it's a good good look, you know. That's big. Question I got to ask you before I get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Who should we be looking out for as artists coming up right now? Because you got the mm-hmm. pulse in the street right now. You could mm-hmm. tell us. Because if you broke behind curtain, clearly mm-hmm. you know something about something. Um, well, me I work with a young young artist right now named Carbon. Okay. Yeah. So you can look out for him. He have a unique voice in bad. Yeah. You get to me I say you can look out for well you must know about Leela. I I keep I keep hearing that name yeah. come up a lot. She had a song with um Taurus. She had one with um Protege. Yeah. An assassin. assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she I come up man, she bad. Yeah. You see me? So, and them two artists, they were a bit man right now. Okay, that's where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If they want to get in contact with you, leave some contact info and stuff where they can check you out. All right. So, you know, Yardcore is Y-A-A-D, C-N-C-O-R-E, at Gmail. No, Yardcore Music yeah. at Gmail. C-N-R, Yardtime at Gmail. Or Yardcorp on Instagram, Y-A-A-D-C-O-R-E. Okay, and that's yeah. where they'll find everything they need. Everything. They can contact you, email, Google. whatever. Yardcorp, just Google Yardcorp or something. They'll Go find everything. All right, a Same. little birdie told me you're the only yeah. person in this world to have Skankin' yeah. Sweet by Chronics on Dub. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, <laughs> unless probably voice one last night, you know? <laughs> How did that... Why is that? How come you're the only one with that on dub? Um, you have to ask him when yeah. you see him, you know. <laughs> you have to ask him yeah. when you see him, man. But you have to say, big up Chronic scene. Mm-hmm. 
and big up all the artists them where I do the works right now. Yeah. Take the works to another level scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bless and you. you're good to go. All right. Yeah. Definitely, Yardcore. It's been amazing. Big yeah, up man. yourself, same Love way. See, maximum up. respect. Always, bro. All right. This is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.